Dear King, Father, you are all-knowing and you sit outside of time. From that place, you can see the full picture and we basically know nothing. So all I'm asking is that for this time we have together, help us to color inside the lines. Convict us to keep our intentions pure. Give us holy boldness, God, to go after what pleases you and unique strategy so that when we go forth, we bring more royals home. From my whole heart, God, your daughter, Pia. What's up, Royals? It's your guys, it's Pia, and welcome back to another episode of Dear King, the podcast. Welcome, family. So glad to hear from you throughout the week. Make sure you keep it going at Dear King Podcast on Instagram. That is where you will find me in the comments, in my DMs. Check those stories, because that's where I like to hang out. And I have an episode that's going to be all the fun today for you. I hope it inspires you. If it does, be sure to introduce this podcast to your friends. We want to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ, and we can do that better with your help. So if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate it, leave a review. Um, And wherever else you're listening, make sure you share those links because it is so helpful. So, so helpful. You are appreciated in advance. Before we get to this episode, you know what we have to do. I got to put you up on game. So check this out. Do y'all have an Apple Watch? Okay, <laughs> let's pause for the call so I can let y'all know that over this very long break, your girl caved. I did the unthinkable. I purchased an iPhone. And for all of you Android users that are listening, I will be back. Don't you worry. Nevertheless, I do have to say that I am thoroughly enjoying my Apple Watch more than I ever enjoyed my Fitbit for the fitness features, okay? So the fitness app with the rings, that thing is so much fun. And you get to, like, compete with your friends, get them involved. Also, I have this drink water app that sends me reminders right to my wrist. It's like, time to drink. And I absolutely love that. It keeps me on top of things. Especially as a nursing mom, I have to drink a whole lot of water. And so that kind of keeps me up to date and up to speed with like how much water I've been drinking. So it's all the rage. I love it. I absolutely love my Apple Watch. I love that I can talk to it. I don't too much love that while I'm driving, And the navigation is on, like, the navigation is also my watch. I don't know how safe that is to me looking at it. I have to figure out how to turn that off. Nevertheless, 10 out of 10, do recommend the Apple Watch. So, there you have it. Check that out. If you think there is something I should check out, let me know via email at dearkingpodcast at gmail.com. And I might just feature what you put me on to right here on the podcast. Y'all know what's next. Get into the facts. These are things you should and should not do. You should know your friends. Pray. Pray, okay? These are the facts. All right, y'all. These are my facts not to be confused with take me to court facts. These are just things and suggestions that I have for the royals to make your life better, right? We're out here for a soft life. We're out here for a luxurious life. We are out here for peace and tranquility. And these types of things will help you be on your way. Today's facts are brought to you by the new year. We're going to be free in 2023. (laughs) You heard me? I ain't trying to say I'm a rapper or nothing, but 
Bars. Okay. So the first thing I think you should do in the new year is have a word for the year. This word can be something that you can set your faith towards and something to hold yourself accountable to. I encourage you to share with your friends. Let people know, like, my word of the year is uh, flexibility so that I can be more flexible in environments. I'll be not so um, resistant to change. So whatever it is, if your word for the year is um, I don't know, be responsible. Um, I don't know. Whatever your word is, right? I'm trying to make us stuff on the fly, but don't worry about that. You think about it. Take some time. Think about it. What are you going to set your intentions on and stick to it? Make sure you share it with someone so other people can hold you accountable. I have found that it has been very, very rewarding for me uh, just to have something to rest my faith on. So a year, a couple years ago, my word for the year um, was discipline. And so I realized that I was giving up like freely into random things and I wasn't focused. And so I wanted to become a more disciplined person in my life. And so that was my year, my word for the year. I made sure to tell some people about it and we kind of checked in to see where we were with that. So I encourage that for you. Number two, set realistic resolutions. Don't be so hard on yourself, but make sure that you make your resolution personal. If you want to lose weight, make sure you're losing weight for you because you want to like the way that you look in your clothes. You want to like the way that you look. You have health goals that you have um, that you want to get closer to meeting. Set whatever your goal is. If you want to um, do a marathon, if you want to go back to school, whatever it is, make sure it's because you want to do it and not other people's projections or what society says, what the culture is doing. Make sure it's something that you can personally hold yourself to um, and that you're doing it for internal reasons because external things will definitely be fleeting. Number three is actually related to the New Year's Eve festivities. What I encourage you to do is stay where you are celebrating for at least two hours after the ball drop. People are so crazy out there and they are not living responsibly. So let the festivities die down before you leave your celebration location and absolutely do not travel alone. Do not drive in a car alone. Let people know when you make it home. Like we want to make sure that we all remain safe this new year. So we want you to make it into the new year and live a little bit through that new year. So make sure that um, you take heed to that. Lastly, your new year celebrations don't have to be just one day. Okay. Celebrate the life you are blessed to live every single day of the year. I know it's the cultural thing. I know it's like our big celebration of like getting rid of 2022 because it was ghetto child. Hey, I'm raising my hand. It it was ghetto. I, I want to leave. But when I get into the new year, I'm going to make an intentional effort to be celebrating all the small victories every single day because every single day is an absolute miracle. You hear sometimes people will say, if God just took a single element out of the air, we would all suffocate and die. We are living every single day in the miracle of life. And so we want to celebrate that. And don't forget to celebrate the small wins in your life. And even the big ones. I know somebody that in a couple days is going to be celebrating several years of sobriety. And this is their new year. And for some people, you may remember the day that you got saved. And this may be your new year. 
Whatever you have going on in your life that you are celebrating, I want you to celebrate that. And don't feel shy about it. Do it big like we are doing big for this one day. Be sure to be intentional. And if you have a friend that's celebrating something, make sure you jump in and celebrate with them. And don't let this one day hold you hostage and then you feel like you don't have nothing to celebrate for the rest of the year because you absolutely do. Child, every day you make it, you make it. And that's worth celebrating. All right, y'all. Those are the facts. I hope that you govern yourselves accordingly. And I hope that you run with them. All right, Royals, this episode is entitled Time Be Like. At the time I'm going over this podcast, I am preparing for an interview that I have waited five full years for. Along the way, I have celebrated and complained. I've had gratefulness in my heart and also had questions for God and the powers that be. Time and waiting can be like that. Along the way, you see life for what it is, and hindsight really is 2020. We usually say that when we are contemplating decisions we've made, like a bad relationship we finally found courage to get out of. We would say, come to think about it, there were plenty of red flags that I should have seen, but hindsight is 2020. Hindsight was gifted to us by the one who knows all. It was gifted to us by way of experience. Somebody once said, experience is the greatest teacher. I would argue what the Bible says, that wisdom is the principal thing. So I like to learn by others' applied knowledge. What others learn and experience, they should be willing to teach or share with others. That's wisdom. And that is a gift to all of us that often say in the middle of a hardship, I don't understand why this is happening to me or currently trending, get somebody else to do it. I didn't have any language like that when my mom was untimely passing away. But I'm sure amongst all my thoughts, that was most certainly one of them. The way I encourage myself in these times is simply to say, God makes no mistakes. He sits outside of time and he knows more than I can ever imagine. It seems simple and cliche. And the truth is you either believe God at his word or you don't. I'm reading through the Bible right now in search for something. And child, if I find it, I'll let you know. But I've come across familiar stories with new revelation. One of those revelations is God's timing feels slow until it's right on time. I can call many witnesses to the stand. Abraham and Isaac on the mountain, Joseph in prison, or just ask the people of Israel wandering through the wilderness. Exodus 13, 17 and 18 says, when Pharaoh finally let the people go, God did not lead them along the main road that runs through Philistine territory. Even though that was the shortest route in the promised land, God said, if the people are faced with a battle, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led them in a roundabout way through the wilderness toward the Red Sea. The Israelites left Egypt with confidence facing not a single battle. They left ready for battle, but God knew they weren't ready ready. They were faking it. Their faith wasn't in the right place. And when I think of my life over the last five years, there have been many peaks and valleys, many things I wasn't ready to face. I'll use my job over the last two years as I've done in the past. I use my job as an example because it's something I wrestle with God for, and it has been how he has sustained me and proven his glory time and time again. Late 2020, I got a lower qualifying score than I was expecting, and it caused me to believe I wouldn't get a position. 
For good reason. There were literally 62 people with a better score. I cried. Okay? Cried. Fast forward to when a mass hiring took place at the end of 2021. Everybody was pumping me up because there were a lot of positions and they told me I would surely be interviewed. I wasn't. Even in that moment, I had reconciled God had me. I was telling people, this is y'all's time and God will make a way for me when it is my time. Silently praying, it wouldn't be a long time from then. That group was hired and started January 3rd. On January 12th, my mother passed away. Do you see? Are you following the story? I had a full year this past year full of transition starting that day. I buried my mom, grieved the loss, took in my special needs nephew, had a baby after a complicated labor, took in my teenage nephew. I had to deal with the foster system and all its stressful complications. I returned to work and had to transition my baby into daycare, had some crazy news concerning a family member and the possibility of jail time. My teenage nephew transitioned back outside of my house. I took a couple of come-to-Jesus trips away from U.S. Now, in December, after an incredible ride of a year, the opportunity has come knocking again. My life has settled. I've grown on and off the job. I have empathy and compassion that I didn't have before, and now I can believe that I'm reachable and ready to take on a transition at work. Do I know what January brings? Nope, but God does. If I get this job, he knows it's time. If I don't, I trust the God of today. Who is the God of today? The God who has sustained me in the lowest paid year I've had in five years. The lowest paid year I've had with a new house, three new kids in my house, months off work for the baby and other transitions. Through it all, he sustained. He hid me in the times of rain and he propelled me to feel the warmth of the sun. He is the God of the hourglass. He knows its rhythms and he can help you to dance. I hope whatever season you are in, you are trusting God with your time because it does belong to him. Dear God, help us to see that time is an illusion. Help us to lean more into you than our timelines. Create space for us to embrace your path in whatever amount of time it takes. God, we trust you. We trust that you know better than we could ever imagine. We trust that you sit outside and can see the bigger picture. We trust that your plan is made perfect in our lives, that we are mere vessels that you are using to navigate this life for your purpose. God, you care about the desires of our hearts. You want us to have the things our heart so desperately desires, the things that we pray about in secret, God. You want that for us. And so, God, I'm asking that you would give us the strength to relinquish those desires, to place them in your hands, and to believe that whatever you pull out of your hands and make manifest in the earth, that you know it's best for us. And let us have a heart to accept it. God, I'm believing for myself, but I'm also believing for anyone else who has something that seems to be hanging in the balance. God, level us out. Give us peace. Give us assurance. 
give us courage and give us grace. I love you, oh God. And I believe that you want for us what we want for ourselves. Give us the patience to wait for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, Royals, it is time to speak out. It is time to say that. This is the time in the episode where I give you words to speak over yourself, words to post everywhere, post on social media, tag your friends, encourage yourself throughout the week. And I want you to say this, say, now is the time of God's favor. Yes, I want you to say it again. Believe it this time. Now is the time of God's favor. Yes, 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 that is it. I'm walking into this interview soon saying, listen, (laughs) now is the time of God's favor. Favor rests wherever my feet rest. And I want you to believe that for yourself as well. Listen, I hope that this has encouraged you. And if you are listening and something I said introduced you to a God you didn't know existed, introduced you to a God that has you waiting, and maybe you just realized it in this moment that you've been sitting in time, waiting for God to rescue you. Your whole life has led you to this moment where you have the opportunity to accept him. And I want to extend that to you today. Jesus literally is my best friend. Holy Spirit holds me down and God the Father provides every single thing I could ever need. And they are all ready in this moment to receive you. If that's you and you want to take advantage of this free gift, I want you to repeat after me. Say, Dear Lord, help my unbelief. My heart wants to believe that you lived, you died, and you rose again for me. Take my life as it is, mold it, transform it, renew it. I'm yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, listen, if you prayed that prayer, the heavens are rejoicing. God couldn't be more pleased. He loves you today at the capacity he has to love. He will never be able to love you less or more. And we are all celebrating with you. You are now a royal returning to your rightful place and ready to receive the inheritance God has laid up for you. I want to tell you all about it. I hope that you give me that opportunity. Please email me at dearkingpodcast at gmail.com and I will resource you. I will pray with you. I will send you scriptures and give you the encouragement that you're going to need because in this life, we do nothing without community. We want to be there for you. We want to celebrate you. And I just want you to know that I love you and God loves you best. It's been such a good time hanging out with you guys today. And I hope that the words that come from my study time with God does resonate with you and it encourages you and inspires you to go on a little further. If it does, make sure to share this with someone else. Um, If you don't want to send in this whole podcast, we have a lot of short form clips that'll be on Instagram so they can get their little feet wet, get introduced to the podcast that way, and then maybe they'll love it for themselves. Be sure to rate it on whatever platform you're on. I know that for sure Apple Podcast has rating systems, and that just gives us um, more momentum so that we can be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. 
I love you guys so much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for your continued support of this podcast and for little old me and my family. We'll be sure to send that love back to you over these next holidays. Um, For all of you guys who are missing someone this holiday season, God feels that for you. And he's going to fill those voids, I promise. He's going to be right there with you to comfort you and to lift you. Um, Make sure that you continue to lean into those feelings because loss and grief is just love persevering. And you can continue to persevere. This is your last expression of love. And you hold on to that expression until you leave this place to join them again. I love you, love you, love you. Until next week. Goodbye, Royals.